0: You're listening to Spark Reunited, a series of shows celebrating 25 years of broadcasting on the student community radio station. Whether it was Utopia or Spark, the people featured on the station have made it into what it is today. You're listening to Season 1 of Spark Reunited. Everyone interviewed in this season attended the event for Spark's 25th birthday in November of 2022. In this episode, our guest is BBC Radio Newcastle and Radio 1 presenter, Emma Millen. Hope you enjoy. Hello. I'm Danny Russell and you're listening to a special edition of Spark Content.
1: Hello, I am Emma Millen. I am a graduate from the University of Sunderland. I did broadcast media production and I also did an MA in radio is what it was called. And now I am a freelance presenter, freelance producer. Um, and you can hear my voice on the likes of Radio 1 and BBC Newcastle.
0: Obviously, welcome back to the campus. Uh, we're here for Spark's 25th anniversary. Can I start by asking how you were involved with Spark during your time at the university?
1: Yeah, so um, I was quite thrown into the deep end. It's at my time at Spark, we used to have this thing called Futures Program. So, like, you would go on for, like, a month and then, like, work out how you use a desk, how you present um, and get all the basics ready. I never did any of that. I just went straight on a, a show called Arty Party with Jay Sykes. And um, it was all about participatory arts in the Northeast because I liked art. I'd finished um, my A-levels in art and media um, and thought, well, radio, I love painting i love let's do a show about it um and i did that for like i don't know i think it was a year and just basically like that was like me going in the deep end i remember actually um because being on the radio was such a dream for me that um they said, like, oh, you're going, on, going to be on Arty Party. And I had a little cry. Like, that's how much it meant to me that I was fi- finally going to be on the radio. Little did I know I'd be here... Well, I'd be still doing stuff, like, six years later. It wasn't until... I think it was my third year that I had the confidence or the oomph to actually present a show by myself. So I'd sort of missed quite a lot of time um, during my studies to be on the radio by myself. So third year I did that and then I did my master's and when I was at Spark I did the Friday drive time show which was my favourite little slot ever. Um, I loved it, I was there for about three years and it was amazing or oh, well, two and a half, three years of push.
0: Perfect and obviously it's not been long since you've been at the university but how does it feel coming back to Spark and you know, seeing the things you've been to? you year.
1: know I come in and everyone's like oh you're not too big for your boots now like going into Radio 1 and going into BBC Newcastle and I think no like I loved my time here like I would if if it was feasible and financially stable I would stay here for the rest of my life it was the best time of my life and without Spark I would nowhere be near going um, and doing the things that I do so coming back it's lovely seeing fresh faces and old faces and um just getting to talk to people that um, I, I can see myself as a younger form in, in other people. So it's nice to see that, you know, there is still that spark and that fire for audio and radio. And it's interesting to see what will be coming next, really, I'm getting my job. <laughs>
0: Yeah, definitely. And of course, uh, during your time at the university, um, you won an award, for the Charles Parker Award, uh, for your He's Only a Cleaner feature, which was I, th- I thought was amazing. I listened to it um, quite a few times actually. Thank you. Um, so, how did winning this prize and seeing your work in the professional industry help you forward in your career?
1: It was amazing. I think any body listing any students thinking they want to make it in the radio industry and all these awards that you can we have um obviously the charles parker which i was able to get on bbc radio Four. my pc is only a cleaner as you mentioned um and that was a massive step for me because i'd always sort of been in two minds where i wanted to go and um, i could present i could produce and i could do socials and stuff so i was always like i can do all these things but i don't know where i actually want to be and then uh, sort of got that award and it was like, right, I can't, like, I'm a professional now, like, people want to hear this, this has gone out on Radio 4 and, like, I'm so proud of myself. So that was a real, like, eye-opener to be like, you're not at university now, Emma, like, y- you're a producer and it gave me, um, it actually got my first role outside of university, my first freelance producer role, which I um, commissioned, well, was involved in the commissioning process of a um, podcast for BBC Sounds.
0: How did you find the transition between university work and from the the Charles Parker going into actually freelance work? How did you find that transition?
1: Um, We also, we learnt in, in the Masters about freelancing. And, you know, the struggles of balancing work and being not in, like, permanent employment. And it scared me. Um, And it wasn't until I sort of did it and just jumped in and I'm in a lucky position that I could do that um, that I learned. So um, I'm still a freelancer now. Um, Sometimes my weeks are rammed and I literally can't get moved and I could not have a social life. But at the same time, sometimes my weeks are free so I can focus on... Um, getting better or of ideas and all that stuff. So um, the transition was hard. Like I remember finishing university and I finished during um, COVID. So it wasn't a great time for freelancers. And I remember just thinking, I've got nothing. I always wanted a plan of finishing uni and having a job. The reality is that doesn't happen and it doesn't matter if it doesn't.
0: Yeah, definitely. And obviously having been at the masters yourself what would you give what what sort of advice would you give people that are in the Masters at this current moment in time looking to pursue a career in the in the industry?
1: It's hard. It is hard, but cream does rise. Uh, the cream will rise and I'm a firm believer of that. So Take every opportunity. Say yes to everything. You know, if you want to be a presenter, perfect that craft at Spark. If you want to be a producer, produce a show or make a documentary or whatever and do stuff that you love because this is a moment that I wish I could go back and make tons more things, but I don't have the time or the resources or anything now. Um, But advice-wise, be you, and go forward with things that you believe in, because like I didn't think I could be a radio presenter because of my accent and the way I speak, and I'm sometimes very erratic and loud, Um, but I have developed that over time, and if you don't have a job when you finish uni, you're probably not gonna. Um, Don't put pressure on yourself, don't look at other people's social media, don't, just focus on where you wanna be.
0: And I just wanted to ask, um, before I ask the last question, so, in terms of coming up with ideas and features, um, you've got your, your donk um, <laughs> feature on on the early morning, which I think is brilliant because I can't remember ever hearing that style of music on mainstream, mainstream media. <laughs> so what is the the process around coming up with ideas? Is it just a matter of just coming up in your head or do you have a set routine?
1: Um, I remember when I got announced, or I got the phone call from the head of Radio Want to say, Emma, do you fancy doing a show in October? Or four shows, in fact, take over a month. And I was like, absolutely. And I remember sitting and crying and thinking, I can't do it. I can't do it. Like, yes, I'm up for it, but I can't do it. I didn't cry on the phone of him, obviously. I was like, yeah, that's fine, I'll do it. And then afterwards, I'm thinking, reality sitting. I, I don't think I can do this. And... If you do it, I I highly recommend this um, is if you think of an idea, put it in your notes on your phone um, and come back to it later. Just let it lie and come back to it later. And I remember it was like the month before and I'm an organised freak and um, I wanted all the show to be ready and I wanted all the ideas and nothing was coming into my head. And I thought, Emma, like you're going to do the biggest thing of your life and you've got no ideas, you should be bursting with stuff. And I just thought, I can't do it. And it wasn't until, like, I sat down and just was like, right, take a step back, strip it all down. What do people want? Like, what would I like to listen to? And there's no point of me pretending to be somebody else or doing a feature that I don't really care about just because I think it's funny. Um, so I... Well, I've got that idea of donks because I love dance music. I don't hear that on the radio. I don't hear um, that on Radio 1, so... Radio One have asked me to come on the show make me stand out and that's why it came about. Like I think for ideas and coming up with ideas, just stick with the stuff you love. Yes, there's loads of stuff that people love that like yeah, I like football, there's loads of football podcasts. But twist it and do it your way. Like my way is that I'm a Raji from Newcastle and I love that. And I've been told in my radio career um to turn it down and you can't be like that on the radio. And I got actually got told like Well you know, you're too raj sometimes. And that was a big mark for me where I just thought, Why do I have to be too raj? Like, why can't you just accept me?
0: And lastly, what is your best memory or favourite memory here at Spark?
1: Oh, this is good. My favourite memory. Favourite memory. We oh, we were mad. We were really mad. Scott our compliance manager and people in our course hated us because we were just mad um, and we do some random things but I can't even remember my favourite memory I think um the election um I can't remember what year it was um not the most recent one I don't know um and we did a we did a twenty four hour broadcast, so we like stayed in overnight, and people were having a sleep in the shed upstairs. And we all had a beanbag. Like it hit like three o'clock, we were all knackered, but it was just like a massive sense of like we're in this together and we can do it. And I remember I wasn't on air because I don't know anything about the election, but I still found a job of um doing all the social media posts. And they would come to me to be like, what's everyone saying on the on the um on socials and it just was a a massive buzz the journalists got involved and that was like spark peak like we were all doing really good and i think that was a great memory of just being a team and that's always going to be the great memories
0: for more episodes from former members of sparking utopia keep listening to spark reunited sparking your interest in media